What's going on? Nothing. What's going on with you? I'm like still congested. Oh. With like allergy stuff. Since last week? Yeah. And since the previous several weeks. This is crime culture. Hey. We've been here all along. The entire time. Always. Just Haley's sitting in your here. pocket. Yep. Or, or in your ears, one might say. Yep. In, in your little ear holes. Mm-hmm. Your ear canals. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Caitlin. Hey. You know, I, I was nice. I introduced you. I'm just putting that out there. What? You didn't. You introduced I, the podcast. You didn't introduce and me. You, no, I did. If, That's your if, job on the if, podcast. If the listeners slash jurors will go back, they will see that I introduced you and therefore did not perjure myself. Okay, fine. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hi. Justice for Caitlin. Yep. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, <laughs> that's the end of this. Um, we have a fun topic today. Well, I guess it could be fun, but it's also like I the more research fun. I did into it, I was like, oh, it's actually kind of a bummer. But um, we can we can spin it. But yeah. uh, this started as me being like, oh, this will be a mini episode. We'll knock this one out. And then, uh, as I told you, Caitlin, while I was uh, researching, um, I went down such a rabbit hole. I, I went from one place to another, to another, to another, finding more and more information. And this is mm-hmm. uh, a much more in-depth topic than I thought was even possible. Yeah. And I didn't even put in all of the information because, like, it's just mind-boggling. But um, I hope you enjoy the information we have today. We're talking about last meals. We are. As so, y'all saw, if you looked at the title of this, but maybe you didn't. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. I'm CD excited Vance. for this one, except yeah. I'm not. Well, you're furiously <laughs> writing down your last meal, even though I told you that about three panicked. weeks ago that we were I'm doing still, this. No, but I'm not even writing them down, Haley. I'm writing down literally everything because Just as I explained f- to you, you I am, I am paralyzed by having to make this decision. I have been paralyzed by this decision since you told me. I could 100% either I would prolong my execution or I straight up would die hungry because this is such a challenge for me. <laughs> well, we'll talk about some things that uh, people have picked. But for now, let's go back into the history of Last Meals, which I found to be one of the most um, fascinating parts of this whole thing. Hell yeah. So when you're following the thread back in history to find the origins of the last meal as like a pre-death ritual. It's obvious to kind of go for like the last supper, you Mm -hmm. know, the Christian last supper, but it actually might go even further back than that. In a documentary that I'm going to be talking about in a little bit called last supper, the filmmakers say that the tradition quote can be traced back to pre-Christian times to the fear of ghosts. In ancient Greece, you had to feed the person who was going to be executed so that they could cross the river Styx into the underworld and not come back as a hungry ghost, end quote. So it was like a whole like afterlife prevention thing. It's like, we don't want this person to come back and haunt us because they're hungry. So let's feed them and then send them on their way. Honestly, valid. Yeah, true. Over time, new traditions were introduced. In Germany during the 18th century, the hangman's meal, as it was known, would not just be for the condemned, often jurists, clergy, local dignitaries, and even occasionally the executioner himself would join in on the feast. And it really was a feast at that time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nuremberg established the municipal tradition of providing every condemned man with an entire roasted goose. 
that's pretty fancy right every condemned person and they were they were fucking killing people left and right back then yeah so that's a lot of geese you didn't even have to kill people some of them would just drop dead that's true a series of scripted exchanges would ensue in which the condemned would be directed to seek forgiveness in the next life and would be offered bitter lemons to signify their fate Hmm. weird but sure yeah uh, the entire meal comprised of a grand symbolic gesture implying uh, complicity between the condemned and the condemner, forgiveness and acceptance in the breaking of bread and the bittersweet satisfaction of earthly desires. During that same time period in London, some prisoners were actually allowed to hold celebrations with outside guests on the eve of their execution. Mm-hmm. On the next day, they the procession would stop at a pub for the condemned's customary, quote, great bowl of ale to drink at their pleasure as their last refreshment in life, end quote. So they do it like a beer run before yeah. before yeah. they went out. And I'm like, I mean, I believe it. Take a yeah, shot before not? you go in, right? Exactly. It works when you go into the gyno. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. I, Later- don't like, I don't like her. <laughs> Later in America, the Puritans of Massachusetts held grand feasts for the condemned, believing it emulated the Last Supper of Christ, representing a communal atonement for the community and the prisoner. Today, much of the ritual of mysticism have been taken out of the tradition, and it's just turned into something that we've always done. It's one of those things, it's like, we've done it this way, and that's how it kind of happened. I mean, before doing the research, I thought, I I mean, I don't even know if I knew what the, the history of it was. It was just that... You got a last meal before yeah. you died. I mean, everything's going to be your last something, right? Yeah, and I didn't even think of that's morbid. That I, now I'm going to think about that for the rest of my life. This could be my last time doing this. Yeah. Um, but I didn't even consider the like Christian aspect of it, like Jesus's last supper until yeah. you mentioned it. And I was just like, oh, oh, yeah, I guess I guess he did have one of those. I mean, we he all did do, have one of those. But so Linda Ross Meyer, who was a or is a law professor at the Quinnipiac School of Law and author of the essay, The Meaning of Death, Last Words, Last Meals, mm-hmm. describes last meals and last words as a final attempt to be human to prevent the capital punishment process from becoming an extermination. And I believe that is true. It's kind of yeah. something that we're holding on to trying to humanize some some people that um, maybe the general public does not see as human anymore. Because yeah. um, oftentimes when somebody is sent to prison, they are seen as a number or a body or no longer human. Exactly. And everyone's got to eat. So that's what I happens. Um, so they tell me. In the U.S., most states give the last meal a day or two before an execution and use the euphemism of special meal while in prison. Mm. Alcohol or tobacco are usually, but not always, denied. Uh, which is why. Yeah. Come on, man. Um, unavailable or very unusual requests are often replaced with similar substitutes. Hmm. Some states place tight restrictions on the last meal request. In Florida, for example, the food must be purchased locally and cost mm. a limit of $40. I wondered. I wondered yeah. about both of those things. Well, we'll talk about more a little bit about that later. In Oklahoma, it's limited even more to just $25. But I think <gasps> $25 can get you a little bit more in Oklahoma. I was about to say, to yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. <clears throat> Sometimes a prisoner asks to share their last meal with another inmate, as Francis Aww. Crowley did with John Resco in 1932. In Louisiana, 
The prison warden traditionally joins the condemned person for their last meal, much like the old German tradition. That's got to be awkward. Yeah, a little weird. Um, on one occasion, the warden even paid for the inmate's lobster dinner. Oh, very nice. Yeah, pretty nice. Other times, the condemned has requested the meal be distributed amongst the other inmates, as requested by Raymond Fernandez in 1951. In Texas, the, the tradition of a customized last meal is thought of um, to have been established around 1924, but in September 2011, the state of Texas abolished all special re meal requests after condemned prisoner Lawrence Russell Brewer requested a large and expensive last meal, but did not eat any of it, stating that he was not hungry, which Whoa. is some type of move. Well, honestly, though, I can understand like requesting something, being like, "Yeah, I'm gonna ball the fuck out," and then and once then the on reality the day hits you. It could be that. It could be, I'm going to cost these people a lot of money, and then I'm going to yeah. say, it's my final fuck you. I don't know what his stance was. Yeah. Um, but whatever the case, uh, since then, the prisoner's last meal is whatever is being served in the Huntsville unit cafeteria on the day of execution. Damn, he ruined it for everybody. Yeah, he did. Um, in case you're wondering, because I know some people are, Brewer's requested last meal was... Oh, yeah. <sighs> Here we go. <laughs> Two fried chickens, uh, chicken fried steaks smothered in gravy with sliced onions, a triple meat bacon cheeseburger with fixins on the side, a cheese omelet with ground beef, tomatoes, onions, bell peppers, jalapenos, a large bowl of fried okra with ketchup, one pound of barbecue with half a loaf of white bread, three fajitas with fixings, a meat lover's pizza, three root beers, one pint of bluebell vanilla ice cream, and a slab of peanut butter fudge with crushed peanuts. Yeah, it's a good last meal. That's a lot of shit. That's a good last meal. That's going to be me... Tomorrow on the day of recording, which is 420. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot of food. Um, oh, man. You just reminded me that I've, I've got Pilates tomorrow, which means I can't. That's stupid. Go to high Pilates. Uh, no, because I got to drive myself there and back. Uber. Nobody wants that. Everybody will have had their last meal tomorrow if I'm on the road. Yeah. Um, so this is another rabbit hole that I went down. So in 2011, the New York Times published an interview with a man named Brian D. Price, who prepared over 200 last meals in the Huntsville, Texas prison from 1991 to 2001, before wow. the state stopped taking requests. When asked how he got started, he said, quote, in 1989, I was sent to prison for assaulting my ex-wife and kidnapping my brother-in-law, which That'll pause. Wow. That's that'll do. I, it. I'm missing a lot of context there, but that is an intense statement. Yeah, I'd like to understand. Yeah, going back. I was sentenced to 15 years, and when I first arrived at the prison at the Walls Unit, they asked what I was doing in the free world as a profession. I was a professional bass player in rock bands and a professional photographer. When I relayed that to them, they just laughed. They said, well, there's nothing like that in here, boy. So the warden looked over at the head of the steward's department and said, put him in the kitchen. And that's how I got in the kitchen. On the yeah. dinner shift or supper, which is what we call it down this way, where the ones who prepare the last meals because executions took place there at the walls unit. My friend, a four-star chef who was doing the last meals at the time, didn't want to do them anymore. He wanted me to take over. I didn't have any desire to do so at that point. But about a year later, my friend Terry, the chef, he wasn't around, so I told the Sarge that I'd do it. So I went ahead and did, the, did it to the best of my ability at what we had at our means. And so the next day, the Sarge calls me into his office and says, hey, Price, that guy they killed last night sent <gasps> word of... Well, he was doing a last meal. So he's like, that guy they... Oh, I thought you meant his friend, the one that no. wasn't there. So I was like, oh my God, he that's did, how he found out. <laughs> he did a last meal for this guy. So he's like, hey, Price, okay. that guy they killed last night 
sent a word of thanks over to the chaplain over here. He said he appreciated what you did. He really liked it. Oh. That blew me away. I went back to my cell that night and I really reflected upon it. That was probably the last thanks that guy ever gave anyone before he left this world. Oh and God. so the next day I went back in and told Terry, I'll do the last meals if you want to go ahead and back out. End quote. Oh, Which is that's so a, re nice. a really like heartwarming way to think about that. It's like, well, and like he very... got, go ahead. He, he got like the last thanks of this guy's life. And he just took that such to heart that he was like, okay, I, I want to be able to, to do that. And See, it, it can't be easy to prepare somebody's last meal because for that person to be on death row, presumably they have done something bad, really horrific. So but I think it's also just really nice that like I took that as I can be the last good thing. Yeah. Someone experiences not from like from a from a selfless sort of way. That, like, yeah. I can make a difference sort of thing. And with that in mind, I think that's really great of him to have been like, yeah, yeah I, can, I can take this on for somebody who it might be a lot more troubling to, like, emotionally. Exactly. Yeah, he goes on to say, quote, I decided if I was going to do the last meal, no matter what their crime was, I was going to try and do it as if it was somebody I knew and loved, a family member, end quote. So he really that's... took it as, like, no matter what you did, you're a person and this is the last thing that you're going, the last moment of pleasure you're going to experience and this is it. This is what you get. That's beautiful. Yeah. I like this guy. Yeah. Um, he also said at the time that he was there at least that anything that was requested had to be prepared from items that were available in the prison commissary. Fair. So I guess they didn't like, um, it, it said in, um, in Florida it had to be purchased locally for no more than $40. Um, I don't know if that was always or just it changed at some point, but at Could his be, time, yeah. in, <clears throat> at his time in the prison, it had to be prepared in the prison commissary. So he goes on to say, quote, like if they requested lobster, they'd get a piece of frozen Pollock just like they would normally get on a Friday. But what I'd do is I'd wash the breading off. I'd cut it diagonally and dip it in a batter so that it looked like, Something like you'd get at Long John Silver's. Something from the free world. Something that they thought that they were getting, but it wasn't. They That's quit serving steaks, right? They quit serving steaks in 1994, so whenever anyone would request a steak, I would do a hamburger steak with brown gravy and grilled onions. You know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Amazingly, we did pretty well with what we did have. End quote. That's um, great. I, it's just so... I did not even think of that. Because, you yeah. know, like... I mean, we're going to talk about what we re request later. And, like, there are some stuff that I would request from restaurants. Yep. So um, I, I wouldn't even think. Like, if I if I said I wanted something very specific, like I wanted a cheesy gordita crunch from Taco Bell. It's <laughs> yeah. not on my list, but it should be. Um, Like, they'd have to make, they'd have to hand make that if they had something on hand. Yeah, though at least wild. that's relatively easy to replicate. Yeah, of course. But, like replacing lobster replacing steak like that's kind of a bummer yeah but obviously he was very passionate about making it as close as possible to what they actually wanted um and as you can imagine uh price had very strong opinions on the decision to end the last meal tradition uh by the time hmm. uh they ended the tradition in 2011 he was years out of prison married running his own restaurant oh wow right 
Uh, he said, quote, it's politically motivated. They waited for a heinous crime, the most heinous one in years here in Texas, first off, and then someone who ordered a lot of food, which they do quite often anyhow, and they decided to stop the last meal request and give them what was on the line for the day. What raised the fur on my back was, how can one person do this? The state of Texas sends these people to the death chamber. It's up to the folks of Texas if they want to stop the tradition, an age-old tradition. One or two men shouldn't have the stroke of power to do that. What I'm trying to get across is to take this to the legislator and put it to a vote. If the taxpayers want to stop the last meal requests and show callous hearts, but I truly believe it's going to be turned around and they'll reinstate the last meal request. No, these people don't deserve a last meal request, but we as a society have to show that softer side, that compassion. It's bad enough that we have the death penalty. It's so archaic. But then to turn around and say, no, we're not going to feed you just out of pure <laughs> meanness or something. I don't know. We just have to show that we're not distorting the justice. We're not distorting justice with revenge, end quote. Yeah. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. He even offered to come back to the prison and prepare the meals at his own expense, but the state declined. Mm-hmm. Fucked that's, up. Yeah, I mean, that. I think that further proves his point. Yeah. That it was not to do with that particular no. person or that particular crime. Or the finances was, or whatever it is. Yeah, it's like, no, they that, just don't want that courtesy to be extended to anyone anymore. Yeah, that's I, just, I'm sure they didn't want it for years. And oh, they, absolutely. like he said this one situation came up and they're like, okay, this is the perfect time to like get rid of this. Yeah. Um, of course, Price has uh, talked about some of the more bizarre requests in his time as a chef. Quote, one man requested dirt from the grave that he was going to be buried in as some kind of ritual. Hmm. He was served yogurt instead. So he oh didn't get God. what he wanted. Uh, that one really had us going one day was we had a request for scotch eggs. And no oh. one knew what that was. You know, my captain didn't. She worked there for a long time in culinary arts. No one knew. So by coincidence, when our afternoon supervisor came in, I said, hey, Sarge, we're in a quandary here. We've got this request here. He just threw his head back and laughed, said, you're not going to believe this price. I was watching Good Morning America last week. And guess what they had on there? Scotch eggs. It's a boiled egg wrapped in sausage, dipped in pancake mm -hmm. batter, and deep fried, uh, served with syrup. We tried it ourselves. Yep. I didn't like it myself. End quote. <laughs> All right. That's amazing. What an interesting last meal request. Sure. Um, the most requested last meal, though, can you guess? Pizza. Ooh, that is a good guess. He Thank said, you. Price says, quote, believe it or not, cheeseburger and french fries. Comfort yeah. food. Yeah. He says, quote, we made homemade buns for it. It was really big, a monster Aww, burger, end quote. That's great. Right? Uh, if you I want really to, love his commitment. Yeah. If you want to know more about him, uh, Brian D. Price, uh, he wrote a book called Meals to Die For. It has a 3.22 out of 5 on Goodreads. Um, I'm going to request it for my library because he's such an interesting dude. And, like, that is a really interesting topic. And he really does really care about what he was doing. Mm -hmm. So... I really like Agreed. him. Yeah, he seems like a good guy. Um, I'm going to talk about some last meal requests. Obviously, you can look some of these up online. Um, but I'm going to talk about first some of the ones of um, people we've talked about on this podcast. Uh, we mentioned Charles Starkweather on an episode. Mm -hmm. um, he was put to death in 1959 in Nebraska. He declined the usual steak dinner, asking instead for assorted cold cuts. Oh. weird but i'm mean, sure 
You're going to turn down a steak dinner for like deli meat? I don't know. Maybe he really loved bologna. That's so fucking weird. I'm not um, saying it's normal. Also, while you name these, I'm going to do my best to name what episode that is for people who want to go back and listen. So that was our 57th episode. We oh, talked about so Stark Weather and Fugate. You are look so at this. Welcome. Look at this. Ted oh. Bundy. Put oh. death in 1989 in Florida. He declined a special meal, so he was given the traditional steak, cooked medium rare, eggs over easy, hash browns, toast, milk, coffee, juice, butter, and jelly, and he didn't eat any of it. Yeah, of course he didn't, fucking asshole. Uh, that was episodes 31 <coughs> and 32. We got ourselves a two-parter. Yes. Um, next one was one you did, Eileen Warnos. Yes, it was. death in 2002 in Florida. She declined a special meal, but had a hamburger and other snack food from the prison's canteen. Later, she drank a cup of coffee. And that was the last thing she consumed. And that was episode 130. Yeah. Uh, Danny Rowling, who is the Gainesville mm-hmm. Ripper, uh, put to death in 2006 in Florida. He ate lobster tail, butterfly shrimp, baked potato, strawberry cheesesteak, cheesecake, the strawberry cheesesteak was abandoned. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know. I know. I know it was. Because I was like, girl, where's your head? <laughs> uh, strawberry cheesecake and sweet tea. Yes. Very, and that was very episode, Florida. Very Florida. That was episode 28, Gainesville River. Uh-huh. Um, Ronald Clark Florida. O'Brien, who is the man who killed Halloween. That's the guy oh, that fed his, uh, his yeah. son the pic- uh, cyanide pixie sticks. Um, he was put to death in Texas in 1984. He ate a T-bone steak, medium to well done, gross, uh, French fries with ketchup, whole kernel corn, sweet peas, um, lettuce and tomato salad with sliced egg and French dressing, iced tea with sweetener, saltines, and a Boston cream pie, and uh, dinner rolls. Okay, that was pretty good. Dinner. And he was the man who ruined Halloween. Halloween is still alive. She ain't dead. Um, And that was episode 30. Okay. Uh, Now we're going to get into ones we have not done uh, episodes on, but they were interesting, to say the least. Mm -hmm. And I I thought I'd mention them. So Thomas J. Grasso, uh, who was put to death in 1995 in Oklahoma for killing two elderly women in 1990 and 1991, um, he requested... Two dozen steamed mussels, two dozen steamed clams, a double cheeseburger from Burger King, half a dozen barbecued spare ribs, two strawberry milkshakes, half a pumpkin pie with whipped cream and diced strawberries. He also had uh, a 16-ounce can of spaghetti with meatballs served at room temperature. Oh, my God. However, he issued a public statement complaining that he had requested SpaghettiOs but got regular canned spaghetti, and he is famous for the quote, um quote i did not get my spaghettios i got spaghetti i want the press to know this end quote (laughs) it's like one of the top things on his on his uh wikipedia this is that's something i want the press to know this i didn't get my spaghetti press to know this yes like Uh, that was like one of his like last words like as he was like that's what i'm saying think about that think about that that is your legacy like my friends yep maybe not uh what a plug for spaghettios though true come on um i'm amazed they didn't rebrand they right? didn't like change this their slogan face. or anything uh philip ray workman who was put to death in tennessee in 2007 for shooting and killing a police officer while robbing a wendy's in memphis um while he admitted to being a cocaine addict he denied that he had killed the officer 
Um, he requested a vegetarian pizza to be given to the homeless, which was denied, so he refused to eat. However, homeless shelters around Tennessee reported receiving many vegetarian pizzas from all over the U.S. on the day of his execution. Wow, that's really beautiful. Right? That's, that's I mean, a legacy. He could, he's a troubled person, but... Yeah. Yeah. Well, But also, that kind of further solidifies my... Um, feeling my my belief that the death penalty is in of itself a flawed system in and of itself a flawed system because if that guy would like he clearly wasn't right does that make sense like none of them are right but the fact that he's doing something like that and then like i mean i i don't know and i think there's a lot of there's a case to be made about mental health in this country and yeah, and then we're also looking at some of the reasons that some of these people were put put to death. Charles Starkweather, Spree Killer, Ted Bundy, Eileen Warnos, um, Danny Rowling, all uh, serial killers. Uh, Ronald Clark O'Brien uh, for murdering and attempting to murder uh, his son and other children. Mm-hmm. Um, Grasso killed two women. Uh, this guy killed a police officer. Uh, the next one definitely should have been put to death. Timothy McVeigh was put to death by the federal government in 2001 for the Oklahoma City bombing. Yeah, we'll do an episode on it. It is uh, horrifying because a lot of children died. Um, He requested two pints of mint chocolate chip ice cream. I vaguely remember hearing about that. Yeah. Um, uh, Robert Anthony Buell uh, was put to death in Ohio in 2002. He was a serial killer, serial rapist, and child murderer. Not a great dude. Uh, He requested a single unpitted black olive. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. Well, the same was actually requested of a guy named Victor Fuger in 1963. Hmm. So he copycatted. Interesting. Um, The next guy, Ronnie Lee Gardner, um, was put to death Mm -hmm. in Utah in 2010 for killing a man in a robbery and then killing an attorney while being transported to the hearing. That's a lot. Uh, He requested... His meal's not that weird. He requested lobster tail, steak, apple pie with vanilla ice cream, and a 7-Up. But he did request to watch the Lord of the Rings film trilogy while he ate. I'd watch a movie while I eat. Come on. That's that's better than spending your last meal with the warden. Right? Leave me alone with the movie. Yeah. Um, And I think it was granted, too. I think he was actually allowed to watch it. Good. Next guy, Gary Carl Simmons Jr., Put to death in Mississippi in 2012 for killing and dismembering a 21-year-old and sexually assaulting his girlfriend. This guy sucks. Jesus um, Christ. Well, he ordered quite a bit of food. He requested Pizza Hut Supreme Deep Dish Pizza with double mushrooms, double onions, double jalapenos, and double pepperoni. A second pizza with three kinds of cheese, olives, bell peppers, tomatoes, garlic, and Italian sausage. Ten eight-ounce packs each of Parmesan cheese and ranch dressing. Eight ounces of jalapeno nacho cheese, four ounces of sliced jalapenos, two 20 ounce cherry cokes, two large strawberry shakes, two pints of strawberry ice cream, which is overkill. You already got the shakes and Mm -hmm. a family size bag of Doritos nacho cheese flavor for a total calorie count of about 29,000 calories. Oh, my God. I mean, you don't have to work it off. True. True. Fucking explode with it man and i really shouldn't be the one to judge because <coughs> i got I you got, got quite some, a list going i got 
I got some shit on here. Well, before we get to ours, I want to talk a little bit about some, like, how last meals are kind of um, shown in pop culture. Mm-hmm. So uh, one that people might know of is photographer Henry Hargraves uh, has a series called No Seconds, which recreates inmates' last meals. Um, he yes. got his inspiration. You'll, yeah, as soon as you see the photos, you'll know them. Yeah. Uh, he got his inspiration for working with food when he worked as a bartender where people ordered food at the bar in addition to drinks. Mm-hmm. He said, quote, the way people ordered and interacted with their food and, you know, modified it and treated it. I feel like you could pretty much stereotype who they were without even really talking to them just from their orders. And to me, that theme I thought could go so deep and was just something that could really be interesting to represent visually. So that's what I've brought to my work. End quote. He's like a yeah. food photographer. He does a lot of different food series. Um he was inspired to pursue his no second series when he read about Brewer's request ending the Texas mm-hmm. last meal tradition. Quote, apparently someone ordered a meal and they didn't eat it, so they decided they were going to take the right away from people to be able to get their last meal. When I read that, I was kind of like, wow, I wonder what they actually ordered. End quote. Mm. With regards to his photos of last meals, Hargrave says, quote, Look, I'm not trying to preach whether someone should agree or disagree with the death penalty. All I'm trying to do is open up the conversation about it. Get people to empathize with the condemned man and woman as real people. End quote. So, obviously, all of the photos in the series are recreations of last meals, not the actual last meal. And that's actually part of what intrigued him about the project. Quote, To me, what was interesting is that there's never actually been a real picture of a last meal. They've never published it. So this was creating what I think last meals might be like. You know, do they serve it in plastic plates or on China? Does the chef take pride in cooking last meals for someone, or do they just slap it together with no love? It was a conversation with all of those sorts of things as well, end quote. And as we know from Brian D. Price, they sometimes are put together with love. And um, I did read somewhere that um, they are not allowed, like, if they're served, like, a steak or something, it's all pre-cut because they're not allowed to have a knife. Um, and yeah. I don't know about, like, if they're just using plastic forks or, like, what the deal is with that. So I don't think it's on, like, fine china. I'm guessing it's probably on, like, either paper plates or, like, the, the plastic food trays from the commissary, right? Yeah, I would think. I don't know. Like, but that, know. that's yeah. so interesting to think. Like, yeah, there has never been, like, a published photo of a last meal. That's weird. Yeah. No, uh, but you can, I, hmm. you can view the entire No Second series as well as the rest of Hargrave's amazing work on his website, henryhargraves.com. That's H-E-N-R-Y-H-A-R-G-R-E-A-V-E-S.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's really an astounding photographer, especially uh, when you're looking at the the work that he does with food it's really cool um similarly brooklyn-based photographer jonathan kaboris started the last meals project which pairs photos of death row inmates like their mugshot Mm. with items that they requested on their last meal Um, there's also the death row cookbook the famous last meals Mm -hmm. with recipes of death row inmates by jonathan sorry john flory uh, it has a 3.91 out of 5 on Goodreads, and it contains a brief history of the chefs who make the meals and the stories and recipes of over two dozen famous death row inmates. Um, there's one that I think you got for a Secret Satan one year, I the Serial did. Killer Cookbook, True Crime cr- true crime Trivia and Disturbingly Delicious Last Meals from Death Row's Most Famous Infamous Killers and Murderers by Ashley Lecker. I did. It that is, was for Lucian. Yes. It is a 3.74 out of 5 on Goodreads um and it is what it is it's another like serial killer 
cookbook, like Last Meal Cookbook. Yeah. Um, there's also a book called Last Supper's Famous Final Meals from Death Row by Ty Treadwell and Michelle Vernon, which has mm-hmm. a 3.55 out of 5 on Goodreads. And um, for a little bit more pop culture, more visual, you can watch on the Mythical Kitchen um, yes. uh, channel. They have a Last Meal's... Uh, playlist that um, they create the ideal last meals um, and interview them uh, with celebrities like Tom Hanks, Josh Peck, Ben Schwartz, and of course, Rhett and Link of Mythical of Mythical fame. Yes. yes. Um, and the documentary that I mentioned a little bit earlier called Last Supper came out in 2005. Uh, 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb by Swedish filmmakers. I'm going to destroy their names. I'm so sorry. Uh, how do you pronounce M A T S? It's not Mats, is it? M A T S. I would think it's Mats. What else would it is be? It? I don't know. It's Swedish. Um, Mats Bigert, B I G E R T, and Lars Bergstrom. Uh, they team up with Brian D. Price to quote focus on the discrepancy between the historical meaning and contemporary use of a tradition that has lost its connection with the past. End quote. The filmmakers first began to consider the tradition of the Last Supper in 1994 when they came across a small article in a Swedish daily paper about the execution of John Wayne Gacy that ended with the words, quote, he also chose, as is customary, his last meal, fried shrimp, grilled chicken, which I think was fried chicken because it was from KFC. It was. French fries and strawberries for dessert. So that was before uh, Oprah came up with that grilled chicken. Yeah, and it was also uh, a Swedish paper, so you got yeah, it wrong, Swedes. Yeah. Well, I mean, translations. I guess maybe. Uh, this seemingly innocuous last meal suddenly acquired a very different meaning when placed in relation to the lethal injection that killed Gacy hours later. Um, the small article initiated a nearly five-year-long research and development period, which led the duo to travel around the world searching for the origins of this paradoxical tradition. The film was shot in 2004 in the United States, the Philippines, Thailand, Japan, Kenya, South Africa, and Sweden. And you can watch it in full on their website. Wow. Um, what else do I have here? Sorry, that was my phone. <laughs> okay, no, I was curious. It was like, what? What was that? That little tweet? That was my phone. Um, so the reason for publishing details related to the last meal may, um, I thought just seemed like a need for kind of like a connection to, um, like we said, like to kind of humanize people. Um, a man named, uh, Treadwell featured on the dead man eating blog says, quote, I honestly think everybody loves food and it just gives a way for people to connect with this segment of the population that they normally have nothing in common with. They can say, hey, I've never killed anybody with a hammer, but I love fried chicken too, end quote. Um, and it's also yeah. just like, it's just interesting. Like you think of like Ted Bundy as like mm-hmm. just this monster in history that like you never have anything in common with, but like. He had to eat for his last meal. I mean, he didn't True. technically eat his last meal. But yeah. like John Wayne Gacy killed 33 boys, but he ate KFC at his last meal. Like, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people who are eating KFC tonight. So like, yeah, that juxtaposition just, is crazy. It's so weird. Like I could I could prepare a meal tonight. That is the meal that somebody requested as their last meal. Like, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. And then we get into the whole thing. Like, I'm not even going to like 
start down this rabbit hole of like the paradoxical like you're you're feeding somebody which is to sustain them and to keep their energy up and keep them going but you're feeding them right before you go to actually like kill them like that's a whole <laughs> that's a whole thing to like <sighs> mentally work out um oh my god but now and i hope other people will join in um we're going to talk about what we would request as our last meal you're on your deathbed or you're in prison for the crimes you're you're inevitably going to commit caitlin what are you requesting last meal i i separated mine kind of like they do on like the mythical uh kitchen series okay. i did two appetizer courses a main and a dessert not okay. like one thing for each because obviously i'm gonna load the fuck up like yes you know i'm gonna go ham on it with all yes. of the dairy that i can't have because i'm gonna <laughs> shit my brains out but uh yeah well i mean so, in a body that's how like one of the things is like a dead body farts so like yeah either way you're gonna leave your mark okay Hell yeah <laughs> fuck yeah um so you go ahead no what? you go no. first i i've been speaking for too you've long got you gotta this, tell me but you've got this organized so well is my no. issue I uh, know this is want. this is fully like if i'm on death row it's because of the mayhem that i'm un about to unleash yeah and i want to know let me see if I can try with this word salad that I have here to break this up like you said. You're requesting with... salad? No, I said word salad. God, no. <laughs> Fuck no. I don't want anything green on my fucking plate. Actually, I have a couple of like vegetables. I do have some green. I do have some green on my plate. Um, I was like, as you said that, I'm like sitting there like pulling at my shirt collar like, yeah, yeah, no, me neither. Crossing things off my list. Um, okay, let's see if I can figure this out. Okay. So as an appetizer... Um, yeah. appetizer barbecue, course one, barbecue pork buns. Okay, cool. Um, and then sushi, specifically salmon sashimi, okay. spicy tuna roll, yellowtail roll, and an eel avocado roll. Okay. Um, and then oh god, this is so that's my that's my appetizer. Okay. And then my lunch. I guess this would be is there's this um i think it's really only like the tri-state area east coast like new york connecticut new jersey maybe massachusetts maybe maybe rhode island okay. um, but there's this fast food restaurant called duchess it's not to be confused with your diner okay um but they make these chicken nuggets that are fucking fantastic like it's the one Life thing altered. even if i'm there if i am in connecticut for a day i will make it my mission to have these chicken nuggets they're that good okay um so i will have those with ken's honey mustard specifically ken's honey mustard if it's any other kind of honey mustard get that shit out of my face okay. um let's see here you better hope they also, have that in the commissary yep well lord help me i hope they have a lot of this shit in the commissary because i would also like three different slices of pizza i would like a slice <laughs> of Oh, I should, I guess, also mention that if I'm having all of this at once, I'm taking an edible before because this is simply not going to happen. Yeah, otherwise. yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna um, preface mine. That's my with, first uh, thing on my meal. Yeah, appetizer is, course one, a giant fucking blunt. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, so a slice of sausage and onion pizza, a slice of buffalo chicken pizza with okay. no blue cheese, or no ranch, none of that shit. Get that away okay. from me. And then a slice of just plain pizza, just okay. a plain piece of pizza. From okay. somewhere specific or just like... I, I mean somewhere corner. somewhere i like ideally not from like sparrows or like 
most chain uh, most pizza places out in California, but like a New York style. Okay. Okay. Um I and so then that. let me see here. Goodness gracious. Did I say the barbecue pork buns? I did. That was my appetizer. <laughs> <laughs> They're important. They're important. Okay, all right. I would also like those. a side of potato cones from another like potato local cones. chain. They're called potato cones. They are from a place called Garden Catering. They're really just in like New York and Connecticut. Okay. And I guarantee you they are just little fluffy slices of heaven, extra seasoning. Um, they're like they're like the closest that I can come to a comparison is they're kind of like potato croquettes. It's they're okay. if okay. imagine taking little balls of mashed potatoes like fried mashed and potatoes? frying them. Yes. Okay, cool. All right. And then they're yeah. they're but oh my god, they're delicious. Okay, cool. So give me those or give me death. Um well I mean well, what are your drinks? What what are you drinking with this? I am drinking a as much Coke Zero as my body can possibly handle as <laughs> Just well. Just fucking I V drip it. Yes, as well. <laughs> I, all right, one arm we got an IV drip it. of Coke Zero. <laughs> Other arm, we've got Thai tea with boba. No ice. Okay. <laughs> um, just give me all of you, that. I don't think you can butt chug the boba. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, there's only one way to find out. Um, I would also like Utz sour cream and onion potato chips, specifically the ones with ridges. <laughs> no, <laughs> none of that. None of that flat shit. I want ridged potato chips. I like it how is you the were like, oh, I'm, potato not, chip. I'm not prepared. No, it's that I, nothing is organized, and there's Haley. I'm not even close to being done. Okay, cool. No, keep um, going, keep going. I would also like. Um, let's see. Are we still on lunch? Yes, I would like a lobster roll with butter. That is okay. specifically what I would like. I do not want a lobster roll with mayonnaise. Get that shit away from me. Cool. Okay. Lobster roll with butter. Um, and then I would like some raspberries. I like raspberries, okay. some blackberries, mm-hmm. and some pomegranate seeds. Whether you want to give that to me, just like... Just toss them in a little fruit in, cup? In a, yeah, if you want to give it to me in a fruit cup, if you want to give it to me single, doesn't matter. I will eat okay. it. Um, let's see. It, it, this, is, this is a disaster. This is such a mess. I would also like... <laughs> um, well, you know what? We'll move on to breakfast. We'll move on to breakfast. My, my main... That's, that's my lunch. My breakfast, we're eating out of order, would be a everything bagel with lox and avocado and arugula. Okay. Okay. I would also like a Krispy Kreme glazed donut. Oh, shit. Maybe, okay, maybe two. I, maybe I, two. I do, you unlock something I got to add to <laughs> my, my shit. Okay. Um, I would also like corned beef hash. Not, the, not like potato hash with corned beef in it. No, I want corned beef fucking hash. Um, I would also like a side of bacon. And then I would like these pancakes that I have only had once, but every time we have a layover in the Denver airport, the Denver, Colorado airport, okay. I keep telling myself that we're going to have enough time for me to get them again, and I can't. I never have enough time. But they are these pancakes from Snooze. They are the only pancakes I have ever had that are as good when you reheat them as they Very were cool. when you first had them. Um, but specifically, I would like the ones with whipped cream and strawberry compote, not fresh fucking strawberries. Get that shit away from me. I want strawberry compote. I'm dying here. So anyway, I think that's my breakfast. That's my breakfast. Then we have, oh, my other my other appetizer would be matzo ball soup. Next, we, <laughs> this is such a mess. Um, we also have, a ribeye, medium rare, cooked the way God intended, which is how Gordon Ramsay makes it, which is boneless, pan-seared, 
you 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 baste that shit in butter that has garlic cloves that have been smashed and mm-hmm. thyme. You make that delicious with a side of roasted asparagus, roasted broccoli, and then roasted Brussels sprouts. But the Brussels sprouts need to be roasted with bacon bits. Okay. You're going to like um, what I request. I, I have a feeling I will. Because um, you, you talking about your dinner the other night made me think. I was like, oh, I need to add that to my list. Bacon bits. Uh, balsamic glaze and um, a little bit of brown sugar. The brown sugar is key. Um, this is how my sister makes them. It's delicious. Um, and then what else do we have here? Um, barbecue pork fried rice, specifically from there's a place by me. I will not mention it because it's very specific, but their fried rice, their barbecue pork fried rice is oh, delicious. Fantastic. Then I would also like bulgogi with japchae. I do not care where it's from. I want it to be authentic, okay. but that is also no Trader Joe's, none of that frozen shit. But yes, uh, I I'm still going, unfortunately, for everybody. Then there comes dessert. I would like that Costco chocolate cake that I talked about last week, the chocolate yep. mousse cake. Um, I would also like chocolate ice cream, and because it is my last meal, I'm going to ball out and I'm going to get the best ice cream I've ever had in my entire fucking life, which is Tillamook. Okay, Tillamook chocolate ice cream. Um, I would also like a jar of Smuckers. doesn't have to be Smuckers, but it has to be hot fudge. Okay. Um, I don't need it to be warmed up. I do need a spoon. Okay. Um, will it be going on the ice cream? No, it no, will not. It'll just be going straight it to It will the be face. going straight into my mouth, yes. I yeah. would also like a can of Ready Whip. Again. Oh, oh good. Straight into my Love fucking yes. mouth. Yes, yes. Um, let me see. I think. Okay, and then your ass. You want to eat my ass? <laughs> I had to do a callback to last week. I'm totally kidding. Um, I'm quite frankly going to be too full. But yeah. next time. I think, yeah, my next last meal. Um, but I think that's I think that's everything. I okay. think I think we've I got have, it. I have two distinct sections. So I have Oh, and that was my dinner and my dessert. Yeah, of course. Okay. Oh, I Sorry. my cat was howling, but it was like No, sirens. the police are coming to arrest us because this is something else they're doing a lot of work on like my road oh so like there's a lot happening okay so i i separated this into two two distinct sections i i separated it into what i would actually request for my last meal the second section is if i had to get like my final day on earth i'm I'm dying i have to eat breakfast lunch and dinner at three separate places and my like ideal meal what i would get there so my yes. first section is, okay, my, my okay. actual last meal. Appetizer course one, I want extra crispy fried Brussels sprouts with bacon and balsamic. Hell so we want yeah. the same thing. Uh, I want thick buttermilk biscuits with sausage gravy, Ooh, white sausage yeah. gravy with a lot of pepper. Yeah. I would also want good call. mashed potatoes, just a vat, like literally like a keg worth of mashed potatoes. Um, and I'm going to drink that with a fresca. Yes. There could be gravy on the mashed potatoes. It's honestly not even necessary. <laughs> I will just eat the mashed potatoes. Well, and you've got that sausage gravy with the biscuits. That's true. I can mix it all together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all going appetizer, in one place. Appetizer right into the grave. <laughs> appetizer course two. I want fried veggie dumplings specifically from a place close to me, but um, as long as they are very thin uh, wrappers okay. and not like the, the very thick ones. You know how like sometimes yes. the, they're like the really thick uh 
what is it is it a wonton wrapper what is yeah the I, I know what you're talking about i'm not entirely sure what to call it but you also but it brought it to, to my very mind thin and also i would like to add an addendum to mine i would like as an additional dessert the chocolate we dumplings from din tai fung i'm still alive okay i'm still living i would also like a thin crust fig and goat cheese bar pie Ooh, that's that's pizza for people who not from Jersey. bar pizza in connecticut yeah not specifically from there Uh-oh. um never mind just a fig and goat cheese bar pie okay. i want a plate of all of the appetizers from my wedding yeah <laughs> because everything was good specifically the endive spears with dates goat cheese and honey balsamic glaze i could literally take a gallon of those to the face <laughs> i'm gonna wash that all down with a, a Route 44 Sonic Cherry Limeade. That is Very the largest nice. size. It's like a gallon of drink. As, with, it, as you deserve. The, the the specific ice that they have in there. The, the little ice, the good ice balls. Yes, the good ice. Uh, my main course, I am going to be eating a Chipotle burrito. Specifically chicken, white rice, no beans, cheese, mild, corn, and guac. And it needs Very to be nice. wrapped correctly. If they rip it, I want it redone. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to wash that down with a pitcher of margarita from a place like you. It's very specific to my shout exact out to location. Christian. No, not we that. love that man. Not, oh, honestly, just kidding. Not from her. Christian, uh, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. No, there's a place very, very uh, specific close to me that I would get um, marks from. And uh, okay. I can't say it because it's too revealing. very specific. Yes. Yes. Uh, my dessert. I want ah, this one was tough. I want a loaded milkshake. I want one of those fucking yeah. insane milkshakes. Uh, the one we I had know... last October. Yes, yes. I don't yeah. know if I don't know what flavor I would specifically want, but I know it needs to have whipped cream, cherries. I might want it malted. It needs to have a big, mm. like thick, uh, soft brownie. Yes. I need a uh, brown buttered chocolate chip cookie that's cooked like Ooh. medium rare. Like, like hardly cooked yes uh i need a jar of vanilla frosting um mm-hmm. and a bavarian cream cronut again from a place that is like hyper local to me so like cannot say where but i respect um it. that is my actual requested last meal i have thought of it quite a bit that's my it. my next section is if i had to go to a specific place for uh breakfast lunch or dinner right breakfast, right, right, right the back best breakfast i've ever had in my entire life was from lucky's cafe in cleveland ohio i got a vanilla bean i looked at their menu to find it again and it's a seasonal item i believe so check Mm -hmm. if you live in cleveland check for it i believe it's a guy fieri place um like a diners drive-ins and dives yeah yeah yeah, yeah. because i went with elisa and we always go there uh to guy fieri's place so it was a vanilla bean waffle topped with strawberry rhubarb compote, honey infused whipped cream, house made honey infused whipped cream, drizzled oh. with house made caramel sauce and a sprinkle of turbinado sugar. And I'd get that with an Earl Grey tea latte. Oh, fuck yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, my lunch, um, I would get from the, I need to get a salad. So I'd get it from the Farmhouse Cafe in Westwood, New Jersey. Uh, it's a chopped kale salad with grated Granny Smith apples, red quinoa, goat cheese, avocado, mandarin oranges, pumpkin seeds, chickpeas, and scallions with balsamic dressing and a cherry Coke Zero. Um, my mom always yells at me when I get this expensive <laughs> salad 
because it is too expensive. But then I was like, when am I going to have all of the shit for this salad in my house that is ripe at the same time for me to make this salad at home? I will never, never do that. I will only buy the salad from this place. Yeah. Um, my favorite dinner I've ever had in my entire life that like I will dream of on my deathbed is from The Shed in Santa Fe, New Mexico. It is a marinated charbroiled chicken breast, blue corn, cheese, and onion enchilada served with green chili and Spanish rice and a mezcal margarita. Um, that You've is... told me about this. The fact that this was familiar to me. I've never been there. And yet I was I am... like, ah, yes. I have eaten there two times that I've been mm-hmm. to Santa Fe. And you have to make reservations way in advance because it's a hugely popular place. Uh, I have waited hours <laughs> to eat at this place <laughs> because I needed to. I kn- some people will be- come for me and be like there's other places you could eat there's better places I have eaten at a lot of places her. in Santa Fe I don't know why it's just this place is very special to me and I- that is where I'd get my last meal dinner absolutely and um my palate cleanser for this episode a literal <laughs> palate, palate cleanser, cleanser is a mint a is, dinner mint um, I want everyone to go on Yelp and give a five-star review to your last meal place Oh, I love that. I've recently become a five-star Yelper. I joined Yelp mm-hmm. to to give places five stars. Yep. Uh, if if I go to a place and I'm not jazzed by it, I won't leave a review. Why do that? Because it could be someone's favorite place. If something really mm-hmm. is wrong, then you can be like contact yes. management and be like, hey, there's a piece of fucking metal in my whatever it is. Right. But or there was shit smeared all over the bathroom walls, like a place that honestly, I Honestly, I've read, I've read a lot of Yelp reviews that people are complaining about certain things that are have nothing to do with what the restaurant actually does. Right. So go to your favorite spot on Yelp and give it a five-star review. Um, it really helps them out. And um, just like when you review us, it makes people feel good. True. And I love that segue. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, um, while you're you at can, it, you can support our podcast if we're your favorite podcast, if you want to listen to us it, while, while you're having your last meal, meal. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can rate, review, and subscribe on all of the podcast platforms, whichever you want. If you have multiple, do it on all of them. Why not? Sure. Just go crazy, man. Fuck it. Why not? Um, but if you want to, like, if you have a little extra cash, you can support us on Patreon for as little as a dollar, as much as whatever you want. You can vote on episodes. You can get episodes early. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Um, But if you want to join our little community, you can message us on any of our social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, You can message us for access to our Discord. It's our little discussion group. I give Mm -hmm. little spoilers on Mondays before episodes drop. Um, We talk about our pets. We talk about recommendations for different things, non-crime related things too. Mm -hmm. We talk about good stuff happening in people's lives. Like it's, it's very wholesome and nice over there. So if you want to join our discord, feel free, just message us and we'll send you the link. Um, We have a website, crimeculturepodcast.tumblr.com. Any of the bios of any of our um, social medias, you can find our link tree, which will lead you to all of the other places so find one and you found them all and i think that's it i got nothing else i think you got everything okay i hope we made you hungry you made me hungry jesus christ yeah so with that we will see you next tuesday Bye. bye